The show's about to start. Are you ready? going on welcome to the show this is sports with strawberry ice i'm your host jeff trenopole the ice man and as always i'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of cincinnati ohio home of the cincinnati reds and home of ken riley who should be put in the hall of fame i'll get to that in a minute now, to be fair, if you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I am up to 1,030 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you. Let's keep it rolling. Let's try to get to 2,000 as fast as we can. Now, this show and every show is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. So if you're looking for a house, condo, or if you have a rental property that you just don't want to manage anymore, check out T-Properties. They'll take care for it. Take care of you. All right, guys. Like I said, I talked about Ken Riley, of how he should be put in the Hall of Fame, and I tweeted it out. My boys, Ace and Zim, they were both on the show this week, did an outstanding job of the Ken Riley story. If you have not checked it out, it's on my Twitter line. It's on my Facebook page. Uh, I don't have it up on Instagram yet. It's going to go up on there after the show, or you just go straight to the YouTube channel, New, New Stripe City. Check it out. Every Bengal fan should check this out. Tweet it out. Hashtag or at Pro Football Hall of Fame. Put Ken Riley in the Hall of Fame. Hashtag put Ken Riley in the Hall of Fame. Blast it out to him. We got to get this man in the Hall of Fame. It's absolutely ridiculous. I have been banging the drum for this for a long time. My show intro. Has Ken Riley on there. That's how much I want this guy in the Hall of Fame. We need to get it done. We need to get it done now. Okay. I'm off my soapbox. Anyway, the Reds are taking on the Tweety Birds starting tonight at 8.15. Now, they have lost four in a row. We And the, the biggest reason they've lost is the bullpen. 
the Edwards State defense isn't that great, which it, it's been that a little bit. The offense has been fine. Yesterday, I was at the game. You score 11 runs, you hit six home runs, you should win the damn game. I mean, I, I, watching the game yesterday, I'm just biting my nails. Like, we don't know what's going to ha- come out or what's going to happen when they come out of the bullpen. You know, so the Reds made some small transactions today to try to hopefully help out the bullpen. But here they are. They recalled from the taxi squad right-handed pitcher Ryan Hendricks selected the contract of right-handed pitcher Heath Hebrum. 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 I think that's how you say it. From the alternate site. Opted to the alternate site. Infielder Max Shirk. And opted to the taxi squad, Perez. Now, these are all moves to try to better the bullpen because that is the biggest problem with this team. And I just want to put this I'm a supporter of AG. I think he's going to get it together. But the problem is, I don't know if the ninth inning is the best place for him. If you look it up on his career, the ninth inning has been the worst inning for him over his career. Some guys can do it. Some guys can't. I don't know if AG can. AG is a great setup man, and maybe we need to leave him there. But right now, we need to bring him in and get his confidence up. I'm not that worried about Lucas Sims. I know he had a bad outing yesterday. Doolittle, those are like the only two that I'm kind of okay with. But there really isn't anybody I'm like, Wow, I'm glad they're bringing him in, <laughs> you know. So that's the biggest thing. The Reds have got to get this bullpen fixed and fixed quickly because the Tweedy Birds are going to want their revenge for our opening weekend, opening week series versus them. So the bats are still hitting. I mean, shoot. if we had offense like this last year, it would have been great. We had great pitching, which our pitching staff still isn't bad. I mean, Hoffmeyer. Hoffman pitched good yesterday. He didn't pitch great, but he pitched good. Good enough to win. If you come in and you shut the door, you don't throw ball after ball after ball and just walk guys in. It's, and Sorry. I hate, I hate this rule in extra innings where you start a person, a man on second. I hate it. It's the dumbest freaking rule ever. I understood it last year. Because it was a 60-game season. It was a different kind of year. Totally understood it last year. No problem. Why you're doing it this year? I have no freaking clue, Rob Manford. That's why you, sir, are a clown. And I can't stand you. And I wish they baseball would get rid of you. Because one, I don't think you like baseball. Two, I don't think you understand it. Three, you have no idea what you're doing. Please, get rid of the ghost runner at second in extra innings. It's giving an advantage to the team who bats. And they didn't even deserve it. All they did was they're next in line to bat. That's it. So it it it's totally changes the whole thing of the strategy for the game and everything like that. And it, I, I can't stand it. But I hope they change that. And, uh, yeah. So one more thing before I get to Jeremy D here. Me, Mrs. Ice, and a friend of ours are going down to the Bengal Gym tailgate. It is going to be a blast tomorrow. Here's all the listing of the times. And uh, when we're going to be there, starts at 10 o'clock at the Bengals Pro Shop. I don't know if I could get there exactly at 10 o'clock because I do have to work in the morning. But I most likely will be there 
at the Holy Grail and start from there. But if you guys are interested in going, these are the times and the places that they will be. And I think it's going to be an absolute blast. So I'd invite the guy to the show who can't go to the pub crawl. And he's very, very upset about it. What's up, Jeremy? Not Dimebag Dean. What's going on, man? You know, I get do you need a hug? Are you okay? I gotta tell you, um <laughs> being your friend's not easy. <laughs> um knowing the people around you are it's not easy. And to sit around and look at my timeline, which my timeline in Alabama, which even if you guys wanted to see it, wouldn't be worth it. <laughs> it is, you know, going out, we're bass fishing, we're, 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 we're going through the mud. There's no mud and bush. Yeah. yeah. It's only 12 feet deep. So the truck <laughs> has to, we can at least get on the top if, if we get too deep, you know, that <laughs> is my type of weekend um, in Alabama. Now, before I moved here, it was that it was bar crawls. Which I, by the way, I don't want to lie. I've never been to one. Never. Well, to be honest, this will be my first one. I usually just go to oh, bars really? and hang out and, and just stay there for a while. Yeah. <laughs> but this will be actually to be this will be the first time I've ever actually done a, a pub crawl. So yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I think. I I, I do too, man. I, I, cold I, too. I literally am jealous. Hey, hey, don't don't worry. I, I will I will gladly Facetime you from there. Oh, and, I know and, you will. I'm sure I will get. How much fun I made. Plenty of pictures. Plenty. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. hey, we'll take care of you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, TNC Talk wants to know what happened to the live chat. Nothing happened to the live chat. You're actually in the live chat right now. You're talking to me live. The video chats I haven't done in a while, but I might do it today. We'll see. We'll see how the show goes. But I want to get to the topic at hand. And it's just something I thought of. Um, What? Okay, let's put it this way. Cincinnati has had a great history of sports. You know, we've got a long history of the Cincinnati Bearcats, long history of the Cincinnati Bengals, even longer history of the Cincinnati Reds, the original team in Cincinnati. So my question for all you guys out there, and I put it out there on Twitter, and I put it out there on uh, Facebook, but today's show. Now, I'm only letting you pick four. Now, we're going to go down here to Mount Echo Park. This is totally hypothetical. And put a, a statue, you know, four heads on there of Cincinnati sports, you know, between Reds, Bengals, Bearcats. I even let Xavier fans, you, you, if you got something out there from Xavier, you can throw, throw that, that out there. Four. You only get four. And this is what's been killing Jeremy all day. And he's been dying to try to tell me, well, what about this? I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't tell me yet. I want to ah. hear you. I want to hear your answer on the show. <laughs> so, Jeremy, you get four. You go first. Who are you? I'm going to go first. Yes, you're going first. All right. Uh, I see a bunch of guys on here. uh, TNC, uh, Crip. We're going to talk soon enough, pal. Uh, Tiger's on it, too. What's up, Tony? Hey. hey. Tony the Tiger Brooks. What's up, man? Yeah, definitely. Um, You know what? I'm going to take. My Hall of Fame, my Mount Rushmore. I did not get to watch 
the man personally. So I'm giving him love. Now, this to me, guys, is about who is your top Rushmore. Who do you like? So I've got to go with Kenny Anderson one. That's a Super Bowl. How could I not? I don't care if I'm if I'm 15-year-old Bengal fan or if I'm a I don't even want to say the other word. Uh, you know, the, that other year of a fan. But Kenny Anderson, he got the Bengals off this. He he got us off to the start. So that's one. In baseball, the Cincinnati Reds. Who else? I and I know everybody else is going to say this too, but I've got so many written down. It's hard to choose from. Yeah, it is. I, I, it's not easy. No, <laughs> it's, it's only it's, four. That's it. So it's, it's not, not easy. Yeah. And so we're talking Pete Rose. We've got, you know, I would love to talk about Conception and, and, and Joe Morgan, but I can't. I've already been told can't nope. do that. So, well, I mean, like I guess it, it could be two Bengals, two Reds. I mean, it could be, you know, whatever you want. It's your list. Well, no, that, yeah, that, yeah, that's just for my two that started, you know, that I think really lifted the Reds. Um, I think with the Bengals, I'm going to have to go Anthony Munoz. Good pick. I did get to watch him. Um, and, you know the guys. The guy's brilliant. He's a Hall of Famer, but this is where I'll probably get killed. And you know what? This is my fourth one. Yep, last but fourth, last fourth and last one. It is fourth and last, and I, I actually have three more after this. So, <laughs> well, we can discuss so alternates later. But let's just go with the first four. All right, we'll go alternates later. But um, if you put this man. And you drag him out of the 90s. The guy could move. He could throw the ball on the run. He could throw the ball out of the stadium and land it. Just I, this is this is Jeremy's man crush, by the way. Just to let everybody know. It, I know it really is. Going. And <laughs> if you're out there listening, I hope if you've heard of this guy, know this guy, have him call us. <laughs> And we want him to be a part of the show. Jeremy would faint. Jeff Blake. <laughs> I've never in my Bengal career seen a guy that can throw a deep ball that well. He was way ahead, in my opinion, um, when it comes to quarterbacks that run and pass option. Um he, he kind of, to me, started that in Cincinnati. We didn't really have Shaking quarterbacks. Shaking Blake, baby. What's that? I said the Shaking Blake, baby. Exactly. And and the other part of the Shaking Blake was, of course, Carl Pickens. But I, whatever. I'm with Blake. So, Ken Anderson, Pete Rose, Munoz, Jeff Blake, and a couple others who I, I wish I could just – shoved to the screen but um i'm not gonna do that that's mine so jeff i showed you mine show me yours let me show you okay I, i'll show you mine now <laughs> did, this, did this just get weird <laughs> I, that was the awkward laughter 
<laughs> All right. All right, let me get to mine. So first one for me, and it's not, it's not in any particular order, just the way I wrote it down. But the first one I got written down is Paul Brown. It's got to be Paul Brown. If it wasn't for him, we would not have the Cincinnati Bengals. He's one of the greatest NFL coaches, NFL minds in football history. So he's got to be on there. Absolutely. The second one for me, I agree with this, Pete Rose. It's got to be Pete Rose. And just for what he means to this city and what he represented in his play, I'll say, not his <laughs> off-the-field stuff, but his play and the way he hustled 4,256 hits, you know, he's – if you think of the Reds, you think of Pete Rose. And that's kind of how I'm, um, I'm looking at this. If you think of the Bengals, first name that should come to mind is Paul Brown. You think of the Reds, first name that comes to mind, in my mind, is is the is, uh, is uh, Pete Rose. Now, next one, I got to give my Bearcats in. Next one is the greatest Bearcat who ever lived. Oscar Robinson. Now, I never got to watch him play. I wish I did. That was before he retired, like two years before I was even born. But trust me, my dad has told me all about him, and I've seen highlights, clips of him. He was Michael Jordan before Michael Jordan. I mean, he averaged a triple-double for an entire season before you know anybody else did, even before they even kept the stat. So Oscar Robinson, in my mind, is and will always be the greatest Bearcat ever. Now, the fourth one, that was kind of hard for me. I'm like, okay, because I'm looking at, you know, I got, I'm looking at, like, when you think of teams, like, who do you think of? Who, who is this? And, you know, for me, I'm, I'm going to try to discount Xavier, but I don't, I'm not a fan of Xavier, so I could really, other than Byron Larkin, I really couldn't tell you. <laughs> I, I mean, Tyrone Hill and, you know, other guys. But none of these guys to me are, are, are that. And that's just my opinion. It's my list, my opinion. So, for my fourth one, I went with a guy who's won a World Series, won a National League MVP, was the first shortstop in history to go 30 for 30, 30 home runs, 30 stolen bases, and a Hall of Famer. And he's from Cincinnati. And none other than the captain, Barry Larkin. That's my four. What's your four? I know the uh, the chat is blowing up here. But uh, I, I, that, that's just kind of where I'm at. I'm like, if you're going with four, they got they got to mean something, you know, and, and and I know Jeff Blake means something to you, but uh, but which is fine. It's your list. You keep Jeff Blake in there. I'm just saying to me, what I look at is what is what is that player meant to Cincinnati? Yeah, I can understand that, and I hope that everybody watching pours in their players. Um, I didn't put Jeff Blake in there because I thought he was uh, better than Ken Anderson or anybody else at that. I just, as a kid watching this, and I actually got to watch him live a couple times, and just, you know, being 12 years old, whatever it may have been at the time, um, and to watch that ball, goes so high like uh, up out of the stadium and but then not not just be wild or crazy but just literally land in the bread basket after throwing it that high normally you got to put a little zip on the ball to put it in between the numbers Blake never had to do that and I just think you know what if he was behind the line that we had um during let well 
even the Marvin Lewis era um, with Whitworth and the rest of them, man, Chad Johnson, I, I just, I love Jeff and I got to put him up there and Blake, Hey man, I hope you're listening. Cause I'm showing you love and we'd love to have you on the show to let all these other people know how great you were too, bro. Exactly. Now I want to just explain, cause I was, I was debating between Barry Larkin and Anthony Munoz. I'll just say that was, that was the two. And the only reason that I picked Barry Larkin over Anthony Munoz, Larkin won a world series. That's that's it. I, 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 hate, I hate that because that's the reason I think Bengals are kept out of the Pro Football Hall of Fame because we didn't win a, win a Super Bowl. But as far as what he meant to this team and how long he played and longevity, I mean, option. If I if I had five, Anthony Munoz would be right there. And, and talk to me tomorrow, I might have I might change my mind <laughs> and I might put Anthony yeah. Munoz in there. That's how close they are. Yeah. So I mean, I, I can't. And, and and the other thing that put it over top for for Barry Larkin. He's from Cincinnati. I mean, I got two guys on here that are from Cincinnati. Yeah. I mean, Paul Brown from Ohio. Oscar Robinson is from yeah. Indiana, I think. So he's cool. If I remember, I knew I know that, but I can't remember off off top of my head. So they're all from right here. Right. So that to me, that's another reason why that I have them in my Mount Rushmore. Yeah, and and it was tough for me to keep Ken Riley off of right. that list. I mean, wow. Have you have you watched the the, the uh, Ken Riley uh, video yet that uh, Ace and Zim did on New Stripes City? Have you got a chance to watch that? No, I have not. Yeah, yeah. They how, posted. How can I? How can I do that? Well, it's on my Twitter. It's on. Oh, my it's, Facebook, oh it's on your Twitter, okay. and it's also on their YouTube channel. It's on New, New Stripes City. Go there, check it out, dude. They did a phenomenal job, and I, I got to tell everybody before the show, go find that video, tweet it out. Put it on Facebook, tag Pro Football Hall of Fame because that this they did a great job and I, and it's not what was even cooler about it. It's not only that he was a great football player, but he was a great man, you know. Yeah, and he was just a great father, a great representative of his university. Dude, he was a Rhodes Scholar. <laughs> I mean, he, yeah. he he had a chance to go do that, but he wasn't going to play football, which yeah. hey, that could be a tough decision for for some people. So I'm just I, I want. It's been too long that we have forgotten about our former Bengals. And I know I keep blasting about Ken Riley, but dude, I I, I, I love the guy. And I, I barely watched him play. <laughs> when he retired in 83, I, I wasn't that old. But like I said, I've seen highlight videos, and he's still fifth all-time in receptions. The more I heard about this man, the more I wish I would have met him. And the more he has to be needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Him and Ken Anderson both need to be in the Hall of Fame. It is absolutely ridiculous that yeah. they're not. And guys like me who have these shows and this platform, we need to get it out there. And you guys, with your Twitter, your Instagram, Facebook, get it out there. Bug the crap out of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Whatever we got to do to get these guys in there, they deserve to be in. So, anyway, sorry, I went off on tangent, but I mean, they, it was, dude. No, it was awesome right. dude, to watch to watch this video. It was really really cool. I mean, because they did a very in depth analysis of of his of his life. Hey, you know, and I got to give you love on the interview, man. You know, I wasn't able to make it, and I think it probably worked better that way because I think three people would have been too many because there were two people in that on that interview, and one of them was Ken Riley Jr.'s son. The other was you. 
Well, Ken, and, Ken, Ken Riley the second. I, I kept calling Ken Riley Jr. He's actually Ken Riley the second. Oh, oh he likes second. Okay, my, I'm right. sorry, bro. You're, my bad. But I, just <laughs> well, I did say, it too. So <laughs> Yeah, so I, I just want to say, man, uh, that was a great interview. And there's not many times I don't like to have my face popped up on the internet, okay? But this one was a time I was thrilled for my boy Jeff and thrilled for Ken Riley the second. Um, that was a great interview you did. And it just goes to show you can you can tell a lot about people when you meet their kids. Exactly. And you nailed it, bro. So anyway, go ahead. Well, I well, since we're talking about that, let's not forget to remind people about the jungle to the hall that yes. our boy Bengal Jim is putting up <clears throat> or setting up. So and this is another way that we can help. Ken Riley and Ken Anderson get to the freaking Hall of Fame. We're going to go there. We're going to go and we're going to have a rally. It's not a protest. We're going to have a rally. We're going to have fun. There's Jim has been working his ass off on this. He's got a lot of media coming. We need Bengal support. We need Bengal fans there. I'm going. Like, literally, I am pushing my vacation back a day so I can go to this thing, okay? So I'm not going to be able to stay afterwards, but I'll be up there for the rally. I'm driving up and driving back. But I want to be there for this because this is very important for Bengal fans and to get our voices heard. We need we need to get this out there, and, and this is one of the, this is one of the coolest things I think. And I, to to be a part of and be and be given the opportunity to get this out to to everybody. So make sure you guys register, um, and make sure you show up because we got to get the Kens in. We, they deserve it. It's ridiculous that they're not, and. Yeah, that's about all I got on that. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. And at the same time, our fans in a, in general need to show up, whether whether it be for this, whether it be for uh, games. Uh, honestly, we should we should have like like we, uh who is it? I, I think he's Bengal Boy. I think he's gonna be at Jim's show. If you're if you're watching, you need to have a Ken and Ken Hall of Fame banner, and that needs to be in the freaking stadium. The whole every game, <laughs> we need to have Ken Riley, Ken Anderson Hall of Fame somewhere in the jungle all season. You know, yep. maybe, maybe I'll do that. I don't know. Yeah, we, we, we need that needs to be up there and it needs to be so the cameras can see it. Yep, you could make it a K one way and a K the other way, stick them together. And Ken and Ken show exactly however you wanted to do it. I mean, but it's just there. There's so many things and so many ways we can market, or you know, everybody can get together to to market this thing and make it huge and make it big. And, and that's why, you know, me being here in Alabama sucks sometimes. Cause you know, I want to be up and I want to be a part, but I, I'll tell you this, I will be up this fall. There will be a game I'll be coming to. We will tailgate. We will push the heck out of anybody that we need to push the heck out of. And we'll do our thing. We'll talk more about that as the season gets closer, but yeah, yeah we'll, you're we'll, dang right, dude. You, we'll talk about dang, it later. You're dang right. Later. Later. <laughs> That's just a silly, stupid joke for us. All right, Bungle Fever, what do you got? You got uh, Anthony Munoz, Ken Anderson. See, it's an inside joke, and we're the only ones laughing about it. <laughs> it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't translate over the internet. My wife thinks we're idiots. <laughs> it does. She does. <laughs> All right, uh, Bungle Fever, Anthony Munoz. Ken Anderson, Boomer Esiason, Corey Dillon, my Hall of Fame, or my Who Day, Mount Rushmore. 
All right, if you want to do a who did Matt Rushmore. Um, Anthony Munoz, Ken Anderson, yes. Boomer, yeah, Corey, yeah. Uh, trying to think who us who who if I could if I could argue with that at all. For for we're talking about just Bengal, Bengal Hall or Bengal Mountain Rushmore. Uh, and being your just favorite player overall. Well, I mean, well, the thing is, if you're if we're looking at at, at like, so you get Anthony Munoz, who's the Hall of Famer, you got Ken Anderson, who should be a Hall of Famer, went to Super Bowl, or two quarterbacks who took us to Super Bowls, Ken Anderson and Boomer. And that they got probably it could be debatable, but the the best running back in the franchise history in Corey Dillon, you know. So I don't really bungle fever. I don't really know if I could argue with that. I that more I think about it, I I think it's actually a pretty good, pretty good list there. What do you what do you think, Jeremy? You know what uh, I do too. And, and when I looked at my board here, he 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 almost had it right. If I was going to go Cincinnati, I would say Ken Anderson to the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, hey, Boomer. But I'm only going to take one quarter uh, quarterback. That'll be Ken. I'm going to take Munoz. I'm going to take Jeff Blake. <laughs> His man, dude. I, I know you love Jeff Blake, but he played. He's a great quarterback, but he played. In one of the worst decades of the Bengals history. I mean, you're gonna take Boomer out and put Blake in? Blake, if you're watching Jeff Blake, if you're watching the show, this man right here loves you. Come on our show. He loves you. He would dude, I'm, it would make his lifetime to be able to interview you. I'm just just saying. Ew. Anybody out there kids got a connection to Jeff Blake? Get it, get us on show. Dude, I will get out of the way. I'll let you do the interview the whole time. <laughs> you know, and what gets me is I heard him on a podcast out of i can't remember where it was well, he was but, on zim he was on he was on zim and uh ace show oh oh was he that's where yeah. I, that's where i listened to it and yeah i was just enamored I, you know just you know, <laughs> like, and, oh. exactly you know and <laughs> you know what i was gonna say carl pickens that would be my fourth yeah yeah so i'm, but, I'm not really picking anybody from the 90s <laughs> We're old school, man. We love our old boys. Uh, uh, Tony Tiger, Tony Tiger's got. He wants Ocho. You, are you saying on the Mount Rushmore? Yeah, I, I, I'm Tony? saying Mount. Ru- I was, I, I was gonna go Pickens, but Pickens, when I was a kid, didn't give me an autograph. Leaving the stadium, I was standing right beside him. All he had to do, I had a piece of paper. I mean, I, I had a notebook with a piece of paper and just. As for his signature, because I love Carl Pickens so much, those dimes, ba- those dime bags getting thrown <laughs> by Jeff Blake, and Pickens getting them, you know, 75, 80% of the time. But he, he left me hanging, and it hurt my feelings, and I will never forget that from you, Carl Pickens. <laughs> I'd like to talk to you about it one day. But so then – I would have to go Corey Dillon for I, I really would. Well, uh, some, for some reason, Thomas thought I said I was only taking one quarterback. I no, I don't. Re- I don't remember saying I was only taking one quarterback. Oh, no. it's no. it's whatever. it's your it's your list. You put whoever. You, I mean, I'm saying yeah, Cincinnati sports in general. Cincinnati Mount Rushmore, and it's kind of you know we could do a Bengal Mount Rushmore. Hell, we could do a Red Mount Mount Rushmore. But the yeah. beginning of this whole thing was, and I think it's harder. 
because you only get four it is. between the Reds, Bengals, Bearcats. So that's where, you know, it's, I thought. It's tough. You know, even the red, even if we went with the Reds, man, how hard. Oh, how hard. Yeah. D-Ray's got Isaac Curtis, Ken Anderson, Anthony Munoz, Booby Clark. There you go. That's a name for the passing. Greg Booby. Greg Cook, man. I, dude, I wish that man did not get hurt. I mean, honestly, if he didn't get hurt, Ken Anderson might not be the Hall of Fame quarterback he is. He, he might not even gotten a shot. He would. You know, he, he might. Yeah. Greg Cook was, I, like I said, again, I never saw him, but I've, I've heard about him, and he was a Bearcat, and, yeah, he, he was no joke at all. Uh, Jer- no, you actually said you're only taking one quarterback, Jeremy. That's that's what that's what Thomas says. Oh, I, if I did, my bad, bro. I Bad Jeremy. My bad. bad Jeremy. My bad. But, hey, to go with Greg, Greg Cook real quick, just yeah, so you guys ahead. know, my dad watched him until that injury happened. And my dad, 73 years old, will still tell you today that if Greg Cook stayed healthy, Cincinnati Bengals wouldn't be the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, here we go again. That he believes that if Cook would have stayed healthy, we would have had a squealer type um I guess new Patriots within the past 10 years type of team. And he believes that with all of his heart. And you know what? As much as my dad has watched Bengals football since 68, I can't go against him. And unfortunately, and I know this drives you nuts, he's right about a lot of stuff too. That pisses me off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I got to put this back up here. He, he, uh, Marvin says Jeremy Dimebag Dean Jeff Strawberry Ice Zim Houday and Ace Boogie. Are, well, we, we we're not on any Mount Rushmore, dude. We're just guys with YouTube channels. Yeah, but I, I, pre- I appreciate it. Awesome man, thank you. Uh, let's see, Marvin. There, this year she's got uh, this year's Mount Rushmore: Joe Freaking Burrow, T Higgins, Jesse Bakes, and Joe Mixon. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I, Dude, I dude, I, I can't wait for the draft. We like next week is draft week. It's like, it's it's that's like like, I don't know. It's it's like a vacation week. It's fun. I I can't wait to get to one. I can't wait to stop talking about Chase versus Soul. <laughs> I'm, I'm about burn out on that. Yeah. Um, I can't wait. I really want to see. I'm more interested in what they do in the later rounds. That's what I mean. That's where I think they're really going to win in the draft if they get in the later rounds. And our boy Tommy from uh, Houdé Nation put this up. And I thought this was really interesting. He put this up on, on uh, Houdé Nation, so you can go check it out. He said, let's talk about tackles in the draft that you like in mid to late rounds. Another need for the Bengals. Here's who I like. or here uh, Here's who I like that I think can make an impact and be taken later on. Who do you like the Bengals could take after the first two rounds? He's got Bradley Christensen, BYU. That's after the first two rounds. Uh, Spencer Brown, Northern Iowa. Walker Little. I, I actually like him out. Stanford. Uh, Stone uh, Forster. I'll mess his name up. And Josh Ball out of Marshall. I, re- I Out of all those, I like Little. That's that's the one I like. But, but I mean, that goes, and I posted on there being a jackass saying Team Chase. But, I mean, that goes to my argument. <laughs> That we can get not only hopefully a, a right tackle in 
the second round, but we can get a guard in the third or fourth round, you know? So that's – what do you think, Jeremy? I like what he's put up there um, as people that we can look at. Myself and the standard of play, I would probably go uh, go with Stone uh, Forsyth out of Florida myself. And, and this is only, guys, again, because I live in Alabama and I watch these dudes play every freaking Saturday when the Buckeyes are over. So – um, you know, but, but that's but, a but, but great Florida, Florida's not in Alabama, SEC. Uh, Florida's still not in this. Oh, yeah, Florida is. Never mind. <laughs> I always said, I forget my, my wife's a big Florida State fan. So oh, yeah, my lord, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, mess up. I was trying to make funny, and I, I, mess, uh, I made fun of my own self. But you know what? I, I love uh, what Tommy's put up there. That's you know, that's about what's going to be available, and you know, I, I've done made my draft. I put my draft out there. I don't know. You know, mock drafts don't mean nothing. No, it's just fun. For nothing. Yeah, I mean, to put what up. you I mean, the do. Ones, the ones that, that 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 get paid to do it, and some of the crazy ones. I mean, I wish I could remember the name. But I heard Ben Baby put his mock draft up and didn't have, I think he had us taking an edge in, for, in the first round or something like that. Yeah. I, I was listening to that on the, on the Bengals uh, beat podcast and I can't, I meant to write it down what, what he said. And I'm like, really? Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay. Like, I, and, like, and I, 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 I could be, I could be wrong on that, but, but it wasn't chase. It wasn't Sewell, it wasn't Slater and it wasn't Pitts. So it wasn't anybody. So I, I'm like, who? I'm like, okay. I, I was just kind of interesting that, that he put, he put that up. I'm I'm just like, really? Like Dude, I don't, and, and you get paid to do this. I don't even get paid to do this. Exactly. And here we are. We are literally less than a week away. My mock draft. Have you made one yet, Jeff? No, I haven't had time. I, I'm I go I promise I'll get one done. Well, it won't be Saturday because I'll be at the pub crawl, but I'll try to get one done. Uh if I don't get it done Sunday, I'll try to get it done Monday before the show, depending on how things go. You want me yeah. to wait on doing mine to you? No, nah, man. Go, you got it up. Go, go for it. You already, you already posted a couple of them. Go ahead. Say, say yeah, I, mean, I threw it out there. It is what, you know, hate, hate on me, hate on me, hate on me. It's did you okay. send it? Did, wait, did you send it to me? Do I, do I have that graphic? I think I may have. Um, It's from uh, PFF. Yeah. Um, I got yeah. one, Jamar Chase. And. Yes, actually, there you go. You you you've got it up there. <laughs> uh, that it? Okay, there you go. Yeah, I thought you said that to me. Yeah, I actually. Um, I mean, honestly, uh, this is exactly what I want to happen. I mean, for at least for, for the first two. Um, actually, nope. Actually, hold on. That's not mine. That's not yours. No. No. Mine is close though. It's okay. Chase, Leatherwood, Jamin Davis, who's a linebacker. Good uh, one. Kentucky. Yeah. Out of Kentucky, Kendrick Green, uh, who is solid guard, Illinois, mm-hmm. um, Stone Forsyth, tackle out of Florida, All right. uh, Aaron Banks, guard, Notre Dame, Chauncey Golston, guys, Chauncey Golston, think of that name. Now, it's going to be a fifth, sixth round name, but this dude is the real deal out of Iowa, and then... My last pick, and I couldn't believe he was still there, was Malik Herring, 
who is a linebacker slash edge rusher out of Georgia. And that's my draft. They hate away, guys. I'm ready for it. You're ready. <laughs> you know, whoever's draft I put up there was awful dang close to what you were saying, except for you know, the first three rounds are right. Exactly yeah, saying. Yeah. yeah, it was dead on. Yeah. Or close, All right, close let's – it's six o'clock here. Let me uh, get this up there. All right. Oh yeah. If you guys are new new to the show. You're watching Sports with Strawberry Ice. I am on YouTube and I have uh, one thousand and thirty subscribers. I appreciate every single one of you. Make sure you are subscribing if you're watching on any uh, other platforms: Facebook, Twitter. And I don't have it on Instagram, but you can follow me on Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all under either Jeff Trenable or Sports with Strawberry Ice. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share. I would greatly appreciate it. All right. Let's get to the Zeke of the week. And now we haven't done that. Well, actually, let me put Crips up here real quick. Then we'll get to the Zeke. <laughs> Crips said, How about Bob Trumpy, Isaac Curtis, Kenny Ryan, Lamar Parrish, and Tommy Casanova? I think you have two minutes. Solid. I mean, I was at a hard part with Bob Trumpy because he's got five. Crips Kripp, cheating. He's got five. I said four. Bob Trumpy, you, uh, Isaac Curtis, Ken Rye, Lamar Harris. That's five. Crip, there's rules here, man. You got to stick to the rules. Do it four, okay? Who's smoking now, Crip? Uh, <laughs> Dimebag Crip. <laughs> Chronic Crip. You can't add. Why are you adding? It's only four, Crip. Now he's got Maximum Antonio and Reggie Williams. We got, You're we got, the whole we game. got Crackhead Crip on here. Chronic <laughs> Crip. Crip. And Lord have mercy. <laughs> Love you, bro. Oh, goodness. But, yeah, all right, now we do that. Let's get to the Zeke of the Week. I want to I got to actually make a graphic for Zeke of the Week so make it even cooler. So if you guys got your Zeke of the Week, you guys can put it up in the chat. But mine, I, I was going back and forth. I, I, I actually could, could do two of them. And I might do a second one uh, if you do yours because uh, – I had one I was going to say, and then the Ken Riley video came out and just pissed me off. So, <laughs> Pro Football Hall of Fame for ignoring the Cincinnati Bengals for years and years and years, and for ignoring Ken Riley, the Rattler, and Ken Anderson. Yep. Put them into the Hall of Fame. They deserve it. It's ridiculous that they're not. Look at the stats. Look at what they did. There's guys that are in the Hall of Fame that aren't as good as these two were. Put them in. Pro Football Hall of Fame for not putting Ken Riley and Ken Anderson in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You guys are my Zeeks of the week. That's a good one, man. Uh, you know, I know our Zeeks of the Weeks are normally supposed to be kind of um, funny or against – somebody or you know you don't agree with it but my Ezekiel of the week is feeling bad for somebody if you can actually believe that what? um <laughs> yeah um my Ezekiel of the week and I say this with complete love and gosh I hope this guy is going to be great and i hope it doesn't hurt his draft stock i hope everything's fine and i think it will be 
But my Zeke of the week is the diagnosis of epilepsy for my boy, Justin Fields. And you know why I call it a Zeke? Because it ain't nothing you can't beat, brother. So <laughs> there you go. That's why it is my Zeke of the week is your epilepsy. And it's going to go away just like your sisters, your brothers, all your younger families did. You're going to get drafted high. Keep your head up. Dude, keep people, working. Are, people are sleeping on him. I mean, he. I, I'm telling you, he he he's good. People are and I, I thought he was going to be shockingly. I thought he was going to be that shocking. I thought he would be easily the second pick overall. But that's where you get into the draft and people do this and they run around in shorts and T-shirts. Did you watch Fields play football? Exactly. Did you see him in the games? Yep. Yeah, yeah Jerry. And well, no, oh no. The, the, and the the other Zeke for me. Oh, you got two too. I got two. Um, oh. is. Before we found out about his epilepsy, there were stories that he wasn't a hard worker. Uh, he didn't come in on time. He didn't. Di and every single coach and every single player at Ohio State said that was bullshit. And the coaches have gotten to to know it. They, they've came behind him. I love it. Ryan Days came behind him. Uh, quarterback coach come behind him, said this is the hardest working kid, uh, pr probably one of the best that he's ever coached. He's in. He's the first one in, last one out. God bless you, Justin Fields. Get better, bro. And you know what? I hear the 49ers aren't too worried about a work ethic brought up by some – guy like me sent behind his screen going, he don't have very good work ethic. Um, I think honestly, you're going to be good. Honestly, I hope the Sucky Niners don't draft him because then I'd have to hate him. I, so me too. I hope they, I hope they draft the kid from Alabama. Hey, a uh, dog's got a message for you. Did you read it? It's on the screen. It was a dime. Uh, if, I, if I hear another dime. <laughs> Yo, Mr. Dimebag D. Oh, how's it going? So, yo, Mr. Dimebag D. OSU is going 0-12 without fields. Bro, <laughs> I, I know you're in Georgia, <laughs> and I just want to say whatever they got going on over there, whatever you got going on over there, give me your address because we all want a part of it. Okay, That's all I'm saying. I love you, bro. But the throw it down. <laughs> Doggy's throwing it down, baby. <laughs> and that oh doggy, I know you said this uh Tuesday when uh Chad Brendel was on the show. And I meant to I don't know if it popped up or not, but I meant to comment on it. Uh, but you said if UC <laughs> beats Notre Dame, then you'll shut up. So I'm gonna hold you to that. So I'm just <laughs> I, I got it up here. I remember you said it. So when UC goes to South Bend. And beats Notre Dame. You have to. <laughs> I tell you what, you ain't got to shut up, man. We we'd love for you to talk. You just you he's, like, he's, he's even blasting out himself. He's just, just like George going fifty five and zero. <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. No, when it happens, you just wear a Cincinnati uh, Bearcat shirt for however long you want to come on he, and put your face on. He'll never come on the show. He wouldn't do it before. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Hey, what am I thinking? 
<laughs> a Georgia fan would actually do something. Stand up to his word. Wear a Bearcat shirt. We got our asses whooped, and <laughs> and it's over. Bet done. <laughs> exactly. All right, I'll get to my, my second uh, Zeke of the week. It was my original one. And it happened yesterday. <laughs> when I was sitting at the Reds game, when the sun was out, it was warm. When, the, when it wasn't, it was cold. So I'm up there freezing my butt off. We score. We hit six home runs. We score 11 freaking runs. I would have done anything for the Reds offense to do that last year. And time after time after time after time, the bullpen door swings open. I'm like, holy crap, who's coming in now? It's Lucas Sims. It's it's Doolittle. It's Perez. It's they all sucked. <laughs> like, good God, how many times does, does the team have to come back? And 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 I understand. I know you guys are trying to throw strikes. I understand it, but it is extremely frustrating sitting in the stands, getting excited. Castellanos hits a home run. Votto hits a home run. We tie it up. We take the lead. We tie it up again. And every single time, the, the very next inning, the bullpen would come in, ball one, ball two. Ball, you walked in a freaking run. You did that the other night. We should have beat the Diamondbacks. We had all three games won. If we only needed one guy to come in and shut the door. <laughs> I won, you know, what all, all three games. Nobody could come in and do anything out of the bullpen. It's so frustrating. And, Jeff, <sighs> what? I mean. The bull, Reds bullpen. You're my Zeke of the week, number two. Go ahead. What? Your bullpen. The bullpen. Well, this is what I want to know from you, man. You know, you were there, you know, just, what, two days ago, a day ago? Um, yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. So, I mean, what exactly – even though we're still doing okay, guys, by the way, the season's not over. My God, we could still kick some ass big time. But right now, the way we started off, and I remember we had a show. Oh, yeah. And they put Votto, or Votto to three, I believe, and put yep. uh, one back. I, I can't remember what it was. You mentioned it. Um, and... It seems like ever since you've mentioned that, they've kept Votto almost in that area. They've changed it maybe one or two games since. It's been a little while ago. But do you see this being a David Bell um, well, problem? With the, with, the, with the bullpen? With, with, yeah. With, with, yes. yes. I don't, no, I don't – I mean, what, I, would, I would love to blame him. But, I mean, yeah. no, it's, it's, it's not a David Bell problem. It's a player problem. I mean – he goes yeah. out there and he goes to the bullpen and he, he calls on a guy and expects him to do his job. Now, that's true. So that's no, the guy sucking is not a David Bell problem. It's a player problem. They need to get their heads out of their ass and concentrate and throw strikes. You know, the only problem I had with David Bell yesterday, and I didn't, he did this a couple of times. Seemed like when the pitcher actually kind of got it together, like case in point, Lucas Sims, he struggled, he gave up the lead. He got it back together. He struck the next guy out. He does that, and then David Bell takes him out. And we're losing by one run at the time. Then he bring, brings in Perez. Perez proceeds to give up a three-run homer. I'm like, why did you take him out? I mean, I, I look, like I said, I, I'm not saying in a whole grand scheme of things, it probably doesn't matter. But I'm not blaming David Bell. It's the pitcher's fault. I just, that's the move. I'm like, 
when he finally got somebody out and then you change pitches. Like it, to me, sometimes David Bell makes moves. He still makes moves to make moves. And that was one where you might actually want to keep him in there. Now it doesn't make any sense because the other night, I mean, Garrett's in there and he ain't, you could tell he doesn't have anything. And he, he, yeah. There's nothing there. And he's got nobody in the bullpen ready to go. That's one thing with David Bell right now. When he goes to that bullpen, he needs to have another guy warming up, ready to go in case that guy coming out sucks. Because <laughs> they're right now, they all suck. So he's got to have a backup plan in case of that. So I don't blame David Bell for the way they're pitching. I do blame him for not having guys ready, and sometimes I blame him for taking guys out too early. But right now, it's they all suck. I don't. It's it's hard. It's hard to manage around a bullpen that comes in and throws ball one, ball two, ball three. You know, and you know they can't throw strikes. It's hard to manage around that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, it's just the way we started the year, we started with a certain lineup. Everything seemed like it was right on track. And then, you know, things kind of started to fall off the rails. And, and and that's what – that's why I was asking you because I don't get to watch every single game. Um, so that's why I was, you know, asking you what – what your thoughts were on what may be happening here, whether it be lineup changes every now and again that maybe that's shouldn't happen. I mean, the only problem right now is the bullpen. That's, bullpen. that's it. That's that's the only problem yeah. is the bullpen. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to read this and understand what he's asking me here. One says, hey, space. My sorry – oh, my sorry Redbirds is ex- – oh, I got you. I saw Redbirds is exactly what your Reds need to get back on their winning ways this weekend. We'll see, man, because, I mean – I. It, History has shown that we don't do very good against Tweety Birds. You know, and, they, and I, it, Molina, I, he loves to just stomp on us. So, I I don't know. I hope, I hope uh, look, I hope we that is cure for us. But, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the baseball team other than the, the, the bullpen. The, the starting pitching staff really isn't bad. You know, it's not like it was last year. I mean, hell, we had Trevor Bauer. He won the Cy Young Award, so that is a big loss. I mean, Luis Castillo has got to get himself together. That is a little concerning. But it, but Castillo's struggles are lately just been in the first inning. And one thing I'll tell you, if you guys remember a guy named Jose Rio, if you were going to get him, you had to get him in the first inning because he always right. kind of start off slow. Once he got past the first inning, it was over. It was over. And that's kind of the way Luis Castillo is, is doing this year. Hopefully he'll get back to where he's dominating throughout. But I just thought that was kind of kind of interesting of how that's that's working out. And 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 that's a killer take too, man. It is a lot like that. I mean, Castillo is it that guy could be a, he, he is an ace. He should be an ace. Um like you said, those first couple, what's it make you think of? Jose Rio. I mean, it's it's it, it it's the same thing. And I, I I see him working his way out of this, and I see our hitting continue to upgrade. And as long as our pitching and our bullpen for for one, my God, if you score if you score eight runs in a game, you should win the damn game. That's what 11 and they lost. Yeah, I know. Exactly. (laughs) We went 22 innings. We're not scoring in the freaking playoffs. And we scored 11 yesterday and still lose. (laughs) And lose the game. (laughs) 
Like, come on. But, but and even Castillo didn't allow her. You know, he was pitching lights out during the playoffs, and so was Bauer. And and but we couldn't get a run. Now we're getting eleven. We're getting twelve. We're getting eight. We're getting six. We're getting and we're getting beat. What's going? I mean, I I can't figure it out. I mean, I, I can't I, figure I, it I out. Agree, I agree here with Crypto TJ. But TJ is probably the best guy we got out of the bullpen right now. But he can't pitch no, every game. He can't, he can't be. He, yeah. We need more than more than just him. And yeah, I, people say, "Why well, don't we make him the closer?" He's so valuable as as the the, the rubber arm anytime guy. It's hard to to meet to me to, to to make him the closer. I really, I, honestly, I think right now, I think Lucas Sims is our best option at quote unquote closer. But I don't really think. I mean, well, I didn't think David Bell was going to have an actual closer, and he kept throwing. I mean, Garrett out there. I thought he was going to do a mix and match and you know all that stuff like like the new baseball is now, but so far he's he's throwing Garrett out. But right now, to me, you can't throw Garrett out there. It's got to be a. I mean, it's got to be a, 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 a an easy. I mean, probably he's, he's got to face three batters, but it's got to be an easy inning you know, for for him. Yeah, it does. And I got to ask one question. Um, yeah. Are you raising ducks? Yes, because I can hear ducks in the background, <laughs> and I don't know if it's me or you, but I I don't know if you guys can hear it. But every now and again, you'll say something, and it'll be like quack, and I, and it, it's cracking me up. <laughs> Is it this? Mate, yeah, that could be my, it. My, my microphone. I might be <laughs> it. I keep I keep moving it. Dude, no, it, it it, it's yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I was wondering, you're like, I'm talking, I'm like, what are you laughing at? I'm like looking at the chat and like. <laughs> it's just going, like, yeah, you know, uh, Castillo's really got it. Just pick it up. It's always got a quack. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, it's almost 6.30. We're going to get rolling out of here. Uh, let's oh, see here. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think is going to happen with the fourth pick? Atlanta trading it? They wouldn't pick Chase, would they? Uh, they might. I, I honestly. I've said this from the get-go. I think they're. I think the, my opinion: the first four are going to be quarterbacks. I, I really do because they think a lot of Fields, Trey Lance, um, Mac, or the Mac Jones—is that guy's name from yep. Alabama? I always forget his name. They—they—they yep. they, they think they're all NFL caliber quarterbacks. And the thing is, next year there's not a lot, and Atlanta has Matty Ice. And he's getting older. So is Julio Jones. So whether they want to believe it or not, they are close to or going to have to, to start rebuilding. And if you have a chance to get a quarterback that you believe in, it depends if they believe in the quarterback. Um, but if you get a, a chance to get a quarterback that you believe in and you get them under that rookie contract and you can build around them, that's the new blueprint for winning a Super Bowl. So I still believe that there's four taken. You know, that that's why I kept – like when the the Bengals started winning games at the end of the year last year, everybody's like, "Up, oh, up, oh, there goes the second pick or the third pick. We're not going to get Sewell yeah. now or whatever." I'm like, <laughs> "Dude, I said the Jets are going to take a quarterback. They're, oh, they're going to take Sewell. I'm like, why do they take Sewell? I'm like, Sam Darnold has not been good. Sam Darnold needs to get out of out of New York and needs to go somewhere else. I'm like, because what I just said, you draft that quarterback, you get that rookie contract, and you can build around them. That's what Jets want. That's what they're going to do. I think Atlanta's going to do." But we'll see. 
Yeah, and I'm with you 100% just real quick on that. Um, I have read a few reports that have said, you know, Sewell and Chase could be on. And I uh, I put a video up on a, a few different places uh, making everybody the GM because, you know, everybody wants to be Bengals GM and, and it, it's so easy to do. All you got to do is pick a player. But say something crazy happens. Somebody trades up. Say they do take Sewell. Say somebody trades up to take Chase. What do you do? Do you I move mean, back? Me, well, do you, no, do you to take me, look, if, if it's easy. If if the pit the, the pick is going to be either Chase or Sewell, and if Atlanta takes one of them, then they'll take the other one. I, I think they're not trading down. I don't think they they pretty much said. Oh, it. oh no no. I yeah. was just yeah. It was completely yeah. hypothetical. Well, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of trying to talk answer answer the. I'm, I'm sorry I have the chance oh, to pronounce your name, but you're from Brazil. And yeah, so, so I, I'm not even going to try to pronounce your name, but I appreciate you watching the show from Brazil. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, the Bengals are not going to pick Pitts. Uh, I mean, he might be the best player. Uh, that's not a quarterback. I think, it, I think it's between him or Chase, who are the two best non quarterbacks. But they pretty much come out and said they're not going to take him. Plus, I really think. They think they found something in Thaddeus Moss. I really do. Because one thing I noticed this, and this is kind of interesting, and I can take credit for this, James Rapine or or, or uh, uh, Joel uh, 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 Chad, whatever his name is, from the Bengal podcast. Take on I had his name in my head, and he's been on my show. I can't remember his name. My fault. You know, you know who you are. They said this when they introduced the new numbers of the new players, you know, after, after last week or this week after the uh, jerseys came out. And one of the numbers they put out there was 81 for Moss. So, to me, it's kind of like, okay, like everybody else is like big free agents and all this stuff, you know, and Thaddeus Moss, they put him up there. So, that kinda, huh, that's kind of interesting. So, maybe he's more, they think he's going to be more, you know, of a part to this offense than some of us Bengal fans give him credit. Because I'll tell you, I'm not going to lie, I wanted the Bengals to draft him. I, I, wanted them to, I wanted them to draft him. I wanted them to sign him. So, I, that's another reason why I don't think they're going to draft Pits and we say have ooh Zama Zama who's really good. So we'll find out. We All will. Right. Couple more here, and then I think we're gonna roll out of here. Dallas, what's up, brother? You don't get on the show. I know you're busy, dude. Everybody, everybody needs to respect Dallas. He's in the army for us. He's protecting our country. So, what's up? I feel like Atlanta will draft a quarterback because Matt Ryan. Yeah, you're getting, that's I agree with you. That's pretty much what I was saying. And doggy. Y'all know Devontae Smith is in the draft, right? Yeah, I know Devontae. Yeah, and he's going to go in the first round. But he, he, what's killing him is his size. And I, I and, and that's what's hurt him. I mean, I, I'll be honest. If, but somebody's going to draft him in the first round. And, and I think it's going to be, I think, Pitt, Chase, and Waddle are going to go before he does, to be honest. Yeah. I, yeah. You know. But yeah, yeah I agree. It, I think he's going to be fine. But his size is killing him. Yeah, it's, it, it's going to be a team that does not need – a one, two type caliber wide receiver with the six foot five build you love and the four four forty they run. Um, it's you know he, he's going to play slot most likely, and he's probably going to end up going somewhere around the Dolphins or somewhere like that. Is is, is what I think. Which I think that'd be good good uh, pickup for him because I mean, uh, uh, he caught the game winning pass against. Georgia, 
Now you know. National title game. Remember that doggy? <laughs> Sorry, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dallas. I'm going to get Dallas up here real quick. Uh, I don't think Uzama will be the starter much longer once Moss starts taking over. He'll be ah. the starting spot. Dude, I, I, Dallas, I'm all with you. I, if they, if, look, this is what it, it gets me fired up. If you have Chase, they draft Chase and you have Moss and you have Joe freaking Burrow and they can come anywhere close to what they did at LSU. Woo! It's going to be so much fun to watch, dude. So yes, I, I'm a, I agree. I mean, I'm a Uzal fan, and I think Uzal is better than what you think he is. But I'm, I'm all over Moss. All right, I will, <laughs> you remember? I you, it was, it was luck. Hey, he kicked almost a damn near seventy yard top field goal. It was luck. Okay. <laughs> I think yeah, who beat the Bearcats? The kicker. Now we're talking about the damn kicker. <laughs> Uh, no, and, and you know what? To show Dallas, you know, I love you, bro. But, man, he's been with two, three different teams. Just because he's coming back to Burrow does not make you faster, does not make you stronger, quicker. This is but the NFL. Better. But you know what? I would take him. You know, I, and I'm serious. I With Uzama, Sample. <laughs> And Moss, Moss most likely being training camp material practice squad for a while. We'll see. If I'm wrong, come at me. But I'm just telling you, three, two, three teams in the NFL don't just flick a tight end that was made by Burrow, who is Moss, flick him off the roster and say, you've got nothing to give us, you've got nothing. There's there's something there. I don't know what it is, but I hope we get it cleaned up. And I hope he's starting next to Ozama and Sample or Swip, you know, flip flopping next year. I really do. Uh, Crip has been blowing me up on this, and I haven't got a chance to even ask you. He he wants us to go live on draft night. If we do, I'm if if we do, I'm I because I went live myself last year on Facebook on draft night and nobody watched, but. But I have a thousand people now. See what happens yeah, like, yeah. In, in a year. Um, you, look, you look bigger now. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I am. I am so huge now. Not really. Um, but if we do, uh, I would probably just stay on for the all the way to the Bengals pick. Probably if we do it, I, I'm really thinking yeah. about it. I don't know if Jeremy wants to yeah. do it or not. I haven't got a chance to talk to him. So we probably will. But again, people, I'm not going to tell you. Because you know what? You need to subscribe to find out. Because every time I go live and you hit the bell for the notification, it'll pop up. <laughs> I mean, we, we we may be doing something else. I mean, we could be playing flowers or doing – you never know. So go to YouTube, subscribe, then you'll know if we're going to do a live. <laughs> I guess Mar- Marvin is talking about the – I think the uh, the post I put up on the Starbucks page about the uh, Cincinnati uh, – Food. You had to, you had to pick one. Eli's barbecue, Jefferies, uh, Skyline on the roses. Is that for you? Yeah, you didn't see the post I put. You thanks for following the page, Jeremy. Yeah, I put it on the on the page. Well, you page. you got silent real quick, so I was thinking, are you are you gonna give your? What's oh, you want to give mine? Oh, I give mine. My, my, yeah, mine. that's what I was thinking. Mine's Skyline, the roses. And uh, third one's always hard. It's probably gonna be greater, so that's 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 to be mine. Skyline the roses is greater. Yeah, I, I had I, 
man, I had the first two perfect. Forgot about Graders. I know you like Skyline. Oh, yeah. I know. I eat it all the time. I, I call you and tell you about it. <laughs> I know you like La Rosa's because you do that crap all the time, too. <laughs> it's delicious. I can't help it. I got to keep a gross figure somehow, man. Come on. <laughs> all right, man. Let's get the hell out of here. It's uh, oh, yeah. after 630. So uh, let's get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream. And uh, as always, I appreciate every single one of you guys. They are Hootay Nation, a great Bengals group. Uh, we're live streaming on there. Um, Cincinnati Reds, Ryan Third, heading for home. Bearcat Country, the Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar. And then, like I said, you can follow me on all my social media platforms. I'm on Facebook, all under Sports Strawberry Ice. Facebook, I have 1,025 likes. Uh, followers, I have 1,112. Twitter, it's actually starting to get up there. I'm up to 403. Now, Twitter is at Jeff A. Trenopal, but you probably can find it if you type in sports or Cincinnati Sports or Strawberry Ice. Either way, but the handle is at Jeff A. Trenopal. On my Instagram, uh, also on TikTok. TikTok, I only got like 200 followers. This guy's got like a 1,000. Like, come on. I got to catch up with him. Like, come on. Let's go. Um, I'll be putting it on the podcast later on tonight. So, over the weekend, if you guys missed any of the show, uh, don't want to sit for an hour or however long we're talking here. And watch it. You can listen to it. So it's on B-Pod, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you download it, like, rate, and review it. I would greatly appreciate it. YouTubers, 1,030. That is awesome. I cannot believe I have that many people subscribing to my show. I appreciate you guys. That is freaking great. And other than that, Jeremy, not known as Dimebag Dean, will you help us roll on out here? I sure would, man. And I just want to thank all the groups again. All the Bengal fans getting together, coming and joining the show. It's just awesome. And, you and, know. Like, okay, there's a lot of groups that, I, I like I said, I can't go through all yeah. of them. A lot of But I appreciate all. If you are watching this on one of the Bengals or Reds groups or Bearcat group, thank you. And tell your friends to go subscribe, or not subscribe, but go to that, that Facebook page and join those groups. Exactly, exactly, because we appreciate it so much. And, you know, there's a lot of work that goes in this for Jeff. Um, not near as much for me being in Alabama, and I got to get doesn't do anything, that. he just shows up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> See, when I try to be nice, what happens? Now, now watch this. I'm now just watch, kidding, Jeremy. Watch, you, watch what's great. coming now, guys. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but, you know. Never ask what your country can do for you, or what you can do for your country. That's 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 not that's not how you end it. You're you're saying something totally different. Like you don't. Oh, you, was, I had a JFK moment. Oh. Yeah, I know. What, what are you doing? That's 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 the wrong tag, Jeremy. Oh my goodness! As always, there you go, everybody, all together now. Remember one thing. And one thing only, and that is, you don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati, so act like it. Go Reds, go Buckeyes, tell your friends to subscribe to the show on YouTube, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Love all of you guys. Exactly. Hootay, go Reds, let's kick the Tweety Bird's tail. Let's get back on the winning streak. Bearcats always and forever. And that's just sports, baby. Stay up!